Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dorian Show. Today I have my guest right here. You could see her. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She is a writer extraordinaire. She's very smart, very funny. I would say something about her looks, but you know, I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> Please give a round of applause to Grace Harriman. Yeah, give it up. Thank you for that. What a lovely introduction. Yeah, what a beautiful day here in an undisclosed <laughs> location. We're not going to tell them where we're it's at. It's a little bit windy. It's okay. Yeah, it's Your fine. hair looks great in the, Thanks. the wind. Thanks, it's uh, bothering allegedly, me also. Allegedly looks great. Allegedly? Yeah, I don't want to... You know, either confirm or deny how you look <laughs> right now because I might get canceled, you know? Yeah. You know? There's nothing like telling a woman she's beautiful to get canceled. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just try to, like, I try not to, you know, think about how a woman looks at all. Like, and almost as, I, I don't even see beauty. No. You know how some people are colorblind? <laughs> I'm beauty blind. Yeah, you're beauty blind. Yeah, I can't. I don't see ugly or beautiful. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, everybody kind of looks the same, kind of like just a gray. I think that alien has a name. It's called like it's a facism thing where everyone has like the same face. Yeah. Yeah, I had a teacher in high school who had it. Yeah. Um, the teacher's just high all the time. I uh, I had uh, a cup of water there. What happened to it? Where? <laughs> On the table. Well, there's okay. problems with Ushi. Well, Grace, uh, I wanted to I wanted to ask yeah. you. Let's just jump yeah, jump just right jump into, into it. it. So Grace has done like a lot of writing and producing. She's done two one woman shows. She's written, produced a play. So can we start there? Can you tell us how it's like to to like write or produce and put together a play and like see it come into fruition? The mm -hmm. word is fruition, not fruitation. Yeah, come to fruition. Did someone say fruitation? Yeah, me like <laughs> a couple months ago. Yeah. Um so basically what happened is I had this idea. So I had done the one woman show. This is at Fringe Festival in Los Angeles the year before. And Fringe Festival? Fringe Festival Fringe. in Los Angeles. Hollywood Fringe Festival. Yeah. And the reason I did that is because I knew a girl in my Groundlings program who had done the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and had a lot of success. And so I was like, oh, okay. maybe that's a way to have success. So that's the one woman show. Yeah. So I did the one woman show and I ended up winning an award for it. So I was like, well, what, what can I do? What? You can't just skip over that. What <laughs> award did you win? Oh, I won the Encore Producers Award. What does um, that mean? So basically they let me like run my show for as long as I wanted after that without paying for the space. They paid for the space. Okay. And then I still got money from the ticket sales. What is, oh, that's not the play. That's just the one woman that's show. That's the one woman show. So then I. What exactly? I'm sorry. I know we, I asked you about the play, but <laughs> yeah. what exactly is a one woman show? Can you describe that to me? I know a oh, lot of so, people have done it. Not a lot, but like a few people I've talked to have done it, but I'm yeah. like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so my one-woman show was basically just me up there doing characters yeah, and um, telling stories, like, from my own life. It was mixed. It was a short stories, and then I was, like I said, in the Groundlings, so I had some of my Groundlings characters in there intermixed with my short stories. Okay. And it all was tied together by the fact that I had read this article um, from, it was a, a paper, we were talking earlier about how we read medical papers, and yeah. I, I read this medical paper on this um, therapist in the 1800s who was like famous in, I think it was Germany, yeah, I want or maybe it was like Prussia or something, I don't know, something like that, 
And um, this therapist would put these people under hypnosis and access a different part of their personality to cure them of whatever ailment they had. Mm -hmm. So there was one girl who was blind, but she was this... uh, (laughs) Stop. Stop. Is this going where I think it's going? No. Okay. (laughs) So she was a famous pianist uh, and she played for the Empress. Which Empress? And her parents... I don't remember. See, this is like... It was so... I was 23 when this... When I wrote this and did all this but anyway so this is interesting um so her parents took her to this they'd heard about this famous doctor they took her to the doctor doctor put her under hypnosis and suddenly after she had been under hypnosis she could now see that's exactly where i thought it was going she couldn't play the piano that's a good trade so wait listen they had access another part of her personality that could see Uh but could not so I was thinking about all the personalities that we have inside of us. Yeah. And, uh, she had a blind personality. Before. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, um, and all, I was thinking about all the characters that I have inside of me that I do, that I would do when I would perform. And that's sort of what tied it all together. Um, I see. How long is a one woman show? Mine was, uh, it was about 50 minutes. And then I had a violinist up there. Um, do you not get thirsty? talking that much for an hour i don't remember actually that probably was like the last thing on my mind i was i remember my first show being like literally scared shitless like shaking backstage because mm. it's just me out there and it was a really personal show um anyway back to the play so after i won the award i was like well what can i do next that's like terrifying and i was like oh i should write a play and produce it and put it up Mm. and direct it um and uh and so i was supposed to write one play oh shit so keep going uh you were so i was supposed to write one play and i was dead set on writing this one play and then i was having a lot of trouble writing it Uh and then i had like a really like i had a day off work and i remember i was like i can't write this play i can't write this play and i had like kind of like some weird nuisances happen i remember that and then i went out to venice I drove out to Venice and I was like on my way back from Venice and I was like, I got to like figure this thing out. And I was like throwing out the recycling into the recycling bin. I recycle. (laughs) As people do throwing the (laughs) recycling in the recycling bin. Yeah. And then the play came to me and I wrote an entire, I ran upstairs and I wrote an entirely different play. How long did you take to write that play? I stayed up all night writing it. It took you, you wrote, it took you one day to write the whole thing. Well, one that night. was about three o'clock. And then I stayed up until probably like 3 a.m. the next morning. Like it took me 12 hours to write the first draft. And it was complete. And I never, no, then I did draft after draft. Okay. But I never left my like bedroom after. And I remember I went to the doctor after that for something. And I was like, yeah, I feel really good because I just wrote this play. And I like stayed up all night writing it. And they're like, are you manic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no. They're like, does this happen often to you? And I was like, no, that's never happened to me in my life. That's incredible that you wrote it. How long was the play? Like the show? It was three acts. It was an hour. It's an hour. That's a lot of writing. What was uh, what was the name of the play? Love in the Time of the Gods. <gasps> Can you tell us a little bit about what it's about? Yeah. So um, it kind of came to me because I was thinking about how I feel like I, I, I'm going to sound so arrogant when I say this, but like I like to play with... <laughs> What I feel like is um, 
you know, like our destiny, destiny versus like what, we, what choices we have like in a life. And I kind of don't, sometimes I don't feel like I have any choice mm. in a lot of the things that have happened in my life, that it's just fate or destiny. Sure. So this is a love story, a romance, and it's these two people who are sort of like destined to be together, but they, there's the gods up above mm. the Greek gods and they're um, sort of like dealing with them like puppets and deciding hmm. their fate. Oh, wow. Yeah. Happy ending or no? I can't is tell it? you that. You have to see it. All Greek mythologies end in tragedy, right? No. Really? No. Oh, okay. That's only a Greek tragedy. Oh. <laughs> so how how did you go about... Um, did you get an editor or anything? Or you just like... No. Just I went mean, through and so my like, mom's a writer, so I sent it to my mom. Shout out Maggie. Shout out to Maggie Harriman. Maggie, what's up? Um... But actually, wait, you saying that made me think, so we both went to UC Santa Cruz together, right? Am that's I right? How, that's Bananas Lugs. That's why you're on that's this how pod. We do. <laughs> that's how I get. I just I just wear a bunch of different like college I know. What is this shirts. one? American Samoa. Samoa? I actually didn't go to Santa Cruz. I was just wearing it so I could get you on the pod. And it worked. <laughs> just kidding. Wait, I did go anyway, to Santa Cruz. Um, I wanted to ask you, did you ever take a theater class at Santa Cruz? I did. Oh, really? Which one? And who was your teacher? I don't remember who the teacher was. Intro to acting. Oh yeah, maybe. I love that. Patty Gallagher. I don't remember, but it was in the yeah, in the Porter area. Like the, there was like theater, the theater yes. and then there was like a, and then there was and you 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 like you're a lot of times you go into like your lab or whatever that is called. You know how some classes have lab. Yes. So we did a lot of work with like the TA and the and the lab. I don't remember much of it. There was. I think we had to do like a bunch of stuff, but you only really need to perform one time. So mm. I think I might have performed in an improv thing. Oh, yeah. Did you like improv? I feel like you'd like improv. I don't remember anything about it. Oh, okay. I remember there was a monologue and I I actually might have performed a monologue, but I don't remember. Oh, was it a comedic monologue? I don't remember anything at all. Did you ever think about like setting Except theater? for a young woman. <laughs> what? Oh, there's kidding. a girl in your class that you had a crush on? There's only one girl in that class, oh, which really? is crazy. That's crazy because the theater program is like primarily yeah. women. Yeah, it's like 500 people. There's only one girl. Whoa. I'm Five, just kidding. No, I was going to say <laughs> acting 101 is like 10 people. No, there's a lot of people. It was a bigger. Oh, really? I don't know if it was intro to acting or something. I had to take it for an art. Yeah. GE. And you didn't want to study acting? No. No. No, I didn't. Why not? I don't know. I just. You were not into comedy then or what's. No, I uh, got into comedy like 20 years later after I graduated from college. 20 years after you graduated from college, you got yeah. into comedy? Yeah. So you go back to your... How old are you? 500? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm um, 34. No, I didn't... I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't into it. I just took it for a class. It was kind of fun. I mean, it almost felt like... I don't know if it was interacting. It was like a big class. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people <laughs> weren't into it. Like they were just kind of there for like a, like a GE. Mm. But um, how did you? So you, so your mom helped you with editing. How did you get, get like a? How did how did you do casting? Did you do like an open casting, or you just called out your homies? Oh, so I was very lucky that I was in the improv community and comedy community in LA. And there's yeah. just like, I mean, like I tell people, you throw a rock in that town and you hit someone like really talented. Yeah. So I did know a bunch of people that I already wanted to cast for some of the parts, but then I held like uh, 
I did casting out of AFI or yeah, it was AFI. No idea what that is. What's AFI? American Film Institute. Okay. We uh, one of the main character, um, Caitlin Curl. She worked at the time. I think I can say that she worked at the time at AFI, and so we got to use the rooms. Oh and shit! And then we had a big casting call, and like a bunch of people showed up, which that's so crazy. Like if I'm, not, I mean, that taught me a lot about being an actor and then like the casting world because we sat there for hours and like all we wanted was to find the right person for the part and it's like i know people get so nervous but there's really no need because like we were literally there like just to find the right person like there's no need to be nervous did you know i knew were you you in yourself or no the so i ended up being in it because someone dropped out was it last minute you were the main character no i was like a very small part I wanted to direct it. So that like the main the main characters. Yes. Kaylee Carroll was my did you Nula. Did you know the moment she stepped in and you're like, Oh, That's her the I had woman. already cast. Oh, I mean for, she, like, for the So the guy though, the main character guy. Did you know the moment he walked wait, in? Wait, I wonder to, so wait, had to woo No you. one's gonna see this, right? Okay, so no one will listen. <laughs> so someone will listen, right? This happens though all the time. So actually there was a guy who came in. Yeah. And um, he's actually like a bigger actor now, or like he's booked a lot of stuff. He came in the room. Is he Thor? No, but he's in. Um, I just literally he books all the time. Um, I don't know what he just booked, but he just booked something kind of big. And he walked in the room, and he was so good. Like, oh my god, I was literally just like, wow, yeah. I can't, I have to have this guy in my show. And then um, you promised them with zero zero money. <laughs> <laughs> no, there. I mean, there's whatever it doesn't matter. Um, so you're gonna be a star, sir. <laughs> um, then he, uh, we talked after because I was like, I ha- I'm dying to have you in the show, and he was like, I can't make like half the rehearsals though because I'm in another friend show, Damn. and I booked like something I don't remember what it was, and I was like, Ma, so I, the fringe is the one man show. Fringe is one woman show as well as the play. They're both at Fringe Festival. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, So then uh, there was like a lot of two trouble. There's so that was one thing I also learned about. Wait, 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 no, no, no. Oh, yeah, you're right. So did you know? (laughs) So when he walked in, I thought he was going to be it, and then he had problems with the scheduling. Okay. And so I couldn't cast him, and so then I ended up casting someone else who I've known for years. He sorry for grabbing your arm like that. I uh, want to apologize <laughs> to everyone out there that's watching this. I want no. I want to say like, did you know before he said anything? Like he walked in and you're like, that's. Oh no! It was the way he delivered the lines where I was like, oh my god, he's so good. And now I'm like, okay, yeah, I understand why he books so much. He's just like ridiculously talented. Yeah. How was the guy you replaced him with? He was great. It's just like this other guy's a professional actor, and like the yeah. then the other guy was more like in finance, and he just wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't at the same level. He was still great, and he was easy to work with, and he's super sweet. Um, but that guy blew me away, and I'm yeah. How what many, I was gonna say is yeah, go that I learned a lot because I had a couple people who were like, one guy in particular was on a television show, and he was like kind of you know working his way up. He had a, like a bigger name, I guess, and um, he was so difficult to work with, like a prima donna, such a prima donna. And wow. one time I only he, want a green M&M's <laughs> Shit like that Are there even green M&M's I don't even know 
he was just like the worst like always being he was always late to rehearsals and yeah. always like leaving an hour early like crazy stuff and i was like trying to work around trying to work then anytime i gave him a note he would talk back to me to th- and then i reached a point it was the pinnacle it was right before and yeah. that's how i feel like i am like i reach a point and i'm like no you fired him you're like I'll no play i his almost role fired myself, him motherfucker, i almost bet. fired him but instead what i did is he i was like he talked back to me for the last time and i was like you can leave now damn that's like straight out <laughs> of the television he like, show he was like what i'm like take your stuff and leave and he like left and then um, did he, apo- he changed he after ended, that? yeah he did fucking dude because that's what you have to do like you have to set boundaries with those people yeah he was You're just like, like oh. i'm not gonna be you can't keep and i'm a lot i was a lot younger than him i'm like you know i think nine years younger than him or something damn dude dating so, age <laughs> now he had a girlfriend <laughs> oh okay did he did he ever say this like do you know who i am no i've been on days of our lives but i've definitely heard people say that in la do you know who i am i say that shit all the time <laughs> just because i know confused people you know what i mean i like to go to like a uh, baskin robbins i'll be like can i get an extra scoop like, sorry sir it's a three scoop uh maximum I'm like do you know who i am yeah i think it's best to like pull out your ego like in a baskin robbins yeah i'm like have you seen the walking dead <laughs> he's like you're glenn i'm like no that ain't no i'm not i wasn't in a walking dead i just wanted to know if you've seen it great show yeah okay so how many uh, how many uh actors was in your play would you say there were 11 11 and then did yeah. you need like other people like uh background no i just had the 11 oh, i think mean, like 11. other other like uh production oh yeah so um not really no i did all the my mom was on props nice mom's on props <laughs> nice and the reason the way she was on props is and because at one point i literally like broke down crying in front of my friend because i was like i am in charge of everything and i can't handle this because i was also working two jobs at the time to uh-huh. pay for it um yeah and my mom sent me like a bunch of stuff in a box and i was like i can't do this all on my own right and also i think i can say this because whatever we're just loose-lipped today um my i had a friend who was in the play and she was like going through a breakup and like she was like doing a bunch of like cocaine and she like climbed this fence and then like she was like trying to get into her house at like 3 a.m after partying all night Mm -hmm. and it was like after rehearsals obviously and uh, she's one of the characters she was like one of my main characters she falls from the fence onto her face chips her two front teeth (laughs) so then she's like calls me and she's like grace i'm going to mexico to fix my teeth <laughs> and i was like what the fuck like it was like a week before the play was starting and then i remember she like came back from mexico and her teeth were fixed and she's like yeah i'm just like having a hard time and i, I turned to her and i was like get your shit together because like i'm putting on this play and Damn. i'm working two bartending jobs and like i can't deal like stop doing cocaine i like yelled something like that at her how long did you have to have re- rehearsals before like the show was put oh, on? like a month and a half that's not a lot of time. You, you guys meet like what? No, one? we did three-hour rehearsals every day. Every day for a month and a half. Yeah, that's like a traditional play. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of people to manage. I can't even. It was a lot. It I don't think I could even get lot. one person to meet with me every day for three hours. It was a lot of. It was tough at first. Maybe it was two months in the first like couple of weeks. We just did one day a week. Okay. And then we went. Okay. 
Um, did you gar- did you like guarantee them pay or anything like that in the beginning? Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, I think that's another thing that People is just- true in LA is that people want stage time and like and I, I sent a bunch of emails to like casting directors and yeah, like yeah, yeah. um agents to get them to come to the play sure um and then yeah did you record the plays i did record the play yeah are you gonna put it is it on youtube are you gonna put it on no YouTube? it's not on youtube okay um yeah i want to write another one and put it up because nice. wait before you go on yeah so you have 11 people you're putting the show on um did you either rent out the venue or did they let you have yeah, it for I free yeah i rented out that's really? why I, I took on so i was working at the time how much is like a, a it was expensive call? it was i want to say like 400 dollars a night okay and i think we did five shows or six shows damn so you like so that was my money too and two thousand dollars yeah twenty four hundred dollars of the six shows so and that uh, that's not cheap. That's like getting no, your, and so that's also why I didn't pay the actors because yeah. that's like I getting your like, car towed like four times. <laughs> not that I know anything about getting my car towed, but um, <laughs> um yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So I t- I was working as a I was working in a private school as an improv teacher at the time. Okay, and I was making really good money doing that because I got paid per kid at this really wealthy like ritzy private school. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the day I was supposed to start the new quarter, and I was, like, in the middle of the play, yeah, they, like, let go of the program. Damn. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I remember I showed up to campus, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're not offering it this quarter. And I was like, what the... F- That's my livelihood. But- you should be like, can I improv as, like, a math teacher? <laughs> yeah, I should have done something like that. <laughs> but instead, I, um, I remember I called the woman who was, like, in charge of the complex theater. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you're watching this, donate to them because I think they're about to shut down because they don't have enough money because they got hit so hard by COVID. That also means they could probably give you stage time for, like, $200 a night. Oh, my God, Dorian. <laughs> okay, let me finish this. <laughs> so I call her, and she's the nicest woman ever. And I was like, I think I'm going to have to, like, cancel my play. Oh, no. Because I don't and have the money. Is, this is before you even started. Wait, and by the way, I'm already bartending on weekends. I was bartending Friday and Saturdays at um, a local bar. And she was like, Grace. You want to sh- shout it out or no? Oh, Molly Malone's. It's an Irish bar. Beep, I beep, love beep, that beep. bar. In L.A.? In LA on Fairfax, beep, 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 beep. Miracle Mile area. Um, anyway, so I took this uh, job. She was like, you need to get another job. Just like get another job. And I was like, I don't know if I can, Monica. And so the next day, all day, I just like called bars to see if they'd hire me as a bartender. And like mm-hmm. one place like picked up and they're like, yeah, we might be looking for bartenders. And I like showed up that at, like later like early evening or whatever of that same day yeah. and they hired me like on the spot yeah i like how you just went on your own because i'll be like mom mom can i get twenty four hundred dollars no i feel like i have a single mom and i'm always like so embarrassed to yeah. ask my mom for anything but she would have given it to you right i don't think so really no to live your dream that's good no um, which I think it's better to be like parented in like a sinker is, um, float situation. So it's like $400 to rent per night. Is that like average yeah. or you think that's cheaper or more expensive? I mean, it was a bigger, so I had, because it was a play, my one woman show was a much smaller venue. Okay. Which by the way, I sold out every night. How many shows? There were like, when I did the, for the, so it was like four or five for the first time I did it. And then when I did the 
um, encore shows. I think I did three more. And What's an encore show? Like you just add on shows? That's when I won the award for, t- and they basically like paid me to do more okay. shows. How many people did this seat? That was a smaller venue. I don't really remember, but maybe it was like thirty-five. That's a that's a full crowd for me. I'm a stand-up comedian. I see fifteen people. I'm like, hot <laughs> oh, damn. Well, my play was more like I think it was sixty-five. Okay. Um. How so that, that was more expensive. How did it sell? Did it do okay? It sold, it sold really well. Yeah. It how did, did you, very well. How did you get the word out? Or does the theater do a lot of promoting um, for you? I don't know. I think I just like pushed that my actors also pushed it. And then, like I said, sending like emails to casting directors, agents, then family and friends. Um, yeah. Then, I mean, like a lot of people are at Fringe. So I would go to like the Fringe events and then like talk up my play and be like, yeah, I'm a like yeah. writer director of this play that I'm putting on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You really hustled out there. I hustled. How yeah. much were tickets? Did you pay a charge? I think they were like donation? $15 boom and you said the actors didn't get paid no yeah <laughs> that's cool did you make money like did you make money after covering costs um i did yeah damn I that's know. a success to me yeah and i mean i'd love now and my obviously if i put on another play i'm older i would want to pay my actors but yeah 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 um you would have just ate ate the cost right I mean, how much would you give them? Like, I don't think. Well, that so what any I was gonna amount, say, they would just be like, oh yeah, I worked like three hours a day. <laughs> so the Groundlings <laughs> is like fifty dollars. The Groundlings is a huge theater in Los Angeles, and like it's incredible to me because people pay to go to those shows and they don't pay their actors, mm. and that's like how I feel like LA is. I like, I just. I worked as a comedian and I do all these shows and like we never got paid and like coming up here to San Francisco I'm like shocked yeah, that yeah, they yeah. ask for donations or that we get paid for shows like it's such a different world than LA so in some ways maybe even I was like brainwashed by that yeah yeah we do ask for donations thanks for your coming you actually did my show yeah I did you know that was like our uh, best oh really attendance did I say that right it's cause I went to the bar the best crowd <laughs> You did go to the bar. We I like to send the ladies out there to bring people up. <laughs> I don't know. It's not sexist. It just makes sense, no. right? It just makes more sense if like a nice woman going and asking, hey, we have a show. Other than me, like, hey, come watch my show. They were such a bad crowd, though. The people from the bar, they were specifically. Okay. The guy, oh, yeah, there's that one lady. I, I did a joke that was like, totally normal totally pc okay, joke no there was a totally pc joke and i said it and then she was just like that's horrible <laughs> it, was, it was not can we talk about the joke or no, no? i fine go ahead this don't okay, tell so, the bit but like you could talk i mean what is the bit it. of that joke uh <laughs> s- solving homelessness it's like it was going in one direction i was like okay i'm there with you don't worry i'm there with you and then it went <laughs> to a buffet of fentanyl and i was like you lost me and that woman was just responding to that you know was that woman you no you already asked me that i'm like no i didn't they're like that's horrible i was in the way back i was sitting back there with two of the other comedians but like we were against the wall yeah 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 did any of the comedians laugh nobody laughed <laughs> that joke has gotten laughs before i just want to I just want to tell that to the I world. I think that it's because we're in the tenderloin and like right below <laughs> us are all these homeless people and you're telling jokes about them. Who knows? Some people in that bar could have been homeless. Well, you know, 
my car's parked out there. You know, sometimes cars get broken into. I don't know how what that has to do with anything. Are you uh, inviting that? No, I don't want that to ever happen. Um. So yeah. So you did a. So how do, so the play obviously you, you would you say it's harder than your one woman show or is it not? it was way harder yeah okay. um just being like in charge of a large group of people was mm-hmm. really hard and then also the circumstances of, of like losing my job what i was gonna say is i took on this bartending job and it was like this other one and that was pretty much like an awful experience mm-hmm. um like getting just like sexually harassed by my manager like yeah. constantly um i remember once someone came back behind my bar and he like they stole tips or they stole money out of my cash register that's insane so how did they even open it does she need a code yeah it was one of the waitresses or waiters i don't know who it was and at the end of the night they were like oh grace you're short in your cash register and that's like how we realized someone had stolen it and he was like you have my manager was like you have to pay the difference and i was like no i'm here to make money not lose money did you pay it? And no, I was like, off. I'm not, I'm not paying this. And I was like, oh my God. And he was like, well, like, I don't know what we're going to do. And I don't, was like, don't they have cameras? That's what people getting do. To okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. So welcome then, to my podcast. <laughs> so then I said to him, I was like, um, I was like, this sucks so badly. And he's like, you know what sucks? That because I'm your boss, I can't date you. What? And I was like, what the fuck and this guy had been like 500 pounds like i'm not exaggerating and lost shout it all out. Like shout he out was, to losing weight dog no he was disgusting and he was so gross and How he like slapped he the waitresses and bartenders asses like all the time he was disgusting yeah 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 how how wait how much then he weighed i don't know he was like a small guy then like lost 500 pounds dude. He, maybe, it was a five, maybe it was 300 pounds but he was like five seven. Ooh, shout out to the short kings out there <laughs> Short and stout, as they called him back in the day. He looked like, like a, a lizard. They called him Teapot. You know why? Yeah, he's why short, short and stout. <laughs> so he said that. What did you? How did you respond to that? You I should think be like. I was like, you being my boss has nothing to do with me not dating you. Would have been. I think I was just like in so much shock that he <laughs> said that, and that he was like so gross, um, that. I just like walked I remember so that wasn't my last night but then like the next week was I had put the play on and I paid for everything and that was my last night and I remember he did something like gross to me and I walked out what do you do Do I walked out of my shift I don't remember what it was but I literally grabbed my bag and I walked out of my shift and he's like there's all these dishes like he was yelling at me and I was just like I can't this is a lawsuit (laughs) Uh, what bar is this again? Um, I don't know if Molly, I want to say. So, Molly Stones? No, no, no. Molly Malone's was not like that. Molly There's Malone's was a great. No, Molly Malone's was a great bar. There's a fat motherfucker in LA. <laughs> no, he's thin now. He used to be fat, but he's thin. <laughs> he's, he, did you think he lost the weight because he's trying to hide from the cops? <laughs> For some like, sexual harassment shit. He's just like, I got to change my whole look. He's gross. And yeah, like it that. sucks too because the other girls at that bar would like put up with it. Damn. Oh yeah. Sort of like play into it. Which there's like a girls episode. I don't know if you watched that sh- or seen that show. No. I do watch boys. <laughs> okay, a different show. Um <laughs> wait, the boys on Amazon? Yeah. I know someone on that show. Good show. Is it? I've never seen it. It's very good. But anyway, on this episode the, of the girls. <coughs> show girls 
Um, she like works at this place and like her boss like sexually harasses all of them. But the women at the place are like, whatever, like, cause you know, he gave me like an iPad for Christmas last year and like he helped like my husband like get into like community college. And so yeah. we just like put up with it and do you try and touch your boobs? Like it's a really funny episode. Yeah. Um, he helped someone's husband get into community college. I don't know what it is. It's some line like that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, but it's funny because I remember saying something to the other girls and they were like, oh, yeah, like, whatever, he slaps our ass. I'm like, that's disgusting. Yeah, it is disgusting. Just making sure it's recording. What if it wasn't this recording is juicy. this whole time? This is some juicy goss. I know. Spilling the beans. Okay, so. Um, I actually write about it in my book. Oh, shit. You have a book? <laughs> that's not published yet nope so uh <laughs> let's not talk about that okay but it will be published eventually then will you come back i would love to come back will you have me back yeah of course um so back can we, can we go back to your play yeah let's do it so how after you finished it like you did you have like a relief you're like, it's finally done or you're like i'm ready to do more um i was definitely like exhausted from it what no i'm just hearing stuff keep going oh i'll i'll worry about the (laughs) stuff here i was exhausted from it Mm -hmm. um and uh i didn't want to put on anything for a long time trying to remember what happened oh oh i kind of remember that was like at the end of the summer and then shortly after i like i turned 25 Mm. And Damn, then I, you did all this before 25. Yeah, this is like, yes. And then I went into Advanced Lab at the Groundlings, so I had like a month in between those two. How's the Groundlings like? Like you pay, it's kind of like going to church, right? You pay them. <laughs> they um, don't pay it's you. It's like a cult. Work, and um, it is like church. I guess some churches are like cults. Do a lot of audience members go like watch the Groundlings? Is that Oh like yeah, a that's a packed house and that's like over I think their seats are like one twenty. I wanna say that if someone corrects me. I don't know. But those are um, tickets, hundred and twenty? No, hundred and twenty people in the audience. Oh okay. and they're packed houses. Every single time. Yes. That's a good experience just to get the So okay, so Groundlings is it improv only or do you do sketches also? So Groundlings starts and you audition. That's why it's like a big deal. They call it the Yale of improv yeah. or sketch. So you audition. I auditioned. I got in when I was twenty. I was like very young. You're um, like the Pete Davidson of the Growlings. Yeah, I guess I hate Pete Davidson. <laughs> Why? I don't think he's funny. What? No, he's not funny. Pete, I'd love to open for you. <laughs> All right, continue. Um, so you're young. You're in the Growlings. So then every level you get cut. Every like more like your half your class gets cut in every level. So you're competing with everyone in your class to get through the next level mm-hmm. to be the funniest. Yeah. And it definitely like creates a really like competitive cutthroat atmosphere that weirdly like I was able like I grew up playing soccer so like I could step it up in that environment and I did very well but like it's not a place for real creativity in my opinion. Oh really? Cuz people are just so nervous. Um, I don't think they're nervous. I think they're cutthroat. Like, people uh-huh. will Steal. fuck other people over. Okay, so is it just improv or is it skits also? Or, like, sketches? sketches. So it's like a, it's like SNL. So it is. it is. It's a filter for SNL. Okay. What do you think is more... F- what do you think has a better product? Groundlings or SNL? Groundlings. Agreed. SNL sucks! <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's the sad thing is like I see people in LA who are like in the groundlings and it's like you're broke. Yeah, well, they don't pay you. You're you poor. Pay. How much well, does it cost to be in the Well, then people will get Progressive.com commercials or okay. that those, the flow is a groundling. All those people in that are groundlings. Yeah, but like but then that's like, a huge gig. Like not everybody's flow. No. How much is it, is, does it cost a subscription or whatever you call it? Tuition, groundlings. Um, It's actually not expensive. Okay. So uh, it's like, I mean, actually, I don't know what it is now, but when I was younger in the groundlings, I want to say it was like $300 for a six-week class, eight-week class. Okay. So it was pretty cheap, but I think it's gone up like exponentially because I remember- Wait, so you take the so class? So writing lab, I think was like $500 or advanced lab was $500, one of those. Okay. So you had to pay for these classes? No, but like, if you make the, is there a cast- so the cast is Sunday Company. You're competing to get into Sunday Company, but it takes years to get through the program. Were you, you're in it, right? You got in it? No, I didn't get into Sunday. Okay. I got cut after advance. I went all the way through the program. Oh, I was okay. the youngest okay. person get, to pass right So you need to go through all the classes and then yeah. get to Sunday Company. Yeah. Wait, they keep people away from the, you get cut from the class that you pay for? You get cut every, like half the class gets cut every time. So like just none gets, of so the so first class is how many people example. i went in as basic you start with basic some people oh. have to start with lower ones but i went into basic oh, oh. <laughs> i'm basic so i went to basic and none of the group? people that i was in basic with even made it to advanced what's how many people in basic there were class. like 15 people and i think maybe four of us went through really yeah it's like so the next class is only four people no, so then other people are taking basic at the same time. Oh, so you're all going see, up. See, 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 or see, maybe see. someone took basic a year ago and they want to come back and take intermediate. So you're competing against like all these people. Yeah. But what it really is is like I sadly had to go to a memorial in January. Mm-hmm. And like everyone knows each other. Like when I was at the memorial, I like know everyone in the groundlings. Like I know anyone someone who's made it up to a certain level. Yeah, sadly. In the, in the groundlings? Yeah, and he had auditioned for SNL. Um, he and I have I'd known him since I was twenty. So people that make the cast, do most of them get into like a good gig, like SNL? No, that's what I'm saying. Like it's such a bullshit thing. Where so even if you get to whatever school, what is it called? There's Sunday? no guarantee that you'll get anything if what you get into Sunday Company. Sunday Company. No guarantee. You won't even get like get on a commercial. Or no guarantee. Like, no, you still have to audition like everyone else. They say though, what they they brainwash people into thinking that like they'll bring in casting directors, they'll bring in like people like that. And they do, but like not everyone, excuse me, gets like those successes. Like, yeah, I know plenty of people who were in Sunday company and you've never heard of them. And they're like brilliant comedians. And then, then like Chloe Feynman is out of groundlings or, um, so uh, Kristen Wiig yeah, yeah, yeah. is out of Groundlings. There's a bunch. I saw Kristen Wiig there. She was brilliant. I, it almost feels kind of scammy to me. It is scammy. Because the way they do it, it's like a marketing ploy. Totally. They're just making it seem exclusive, but if like a thousand people pay for like the basics, you know what I mean? They move on a couple of people and people just keep taking because they think they could do it better next time. Yeah. Um, so. Yes, I actually too. I know someone who um they never told me this like when I was in the program, but they didn't make it past basic and they were on a show for like 11 years and they're one of the best comedians I've ever seen in Los Angeles. And yeah. I was shocked. They didn't even pass basic. So like again, coaches make mistakes, teachers don't 
often know. Are there people that didn't pass in your class that you thought they should have passed? Or Definitely. Were there, or were there people that passed that you're like, dude, this guy's oh, dumb. Yeah. Like, especially from writing lab into advanced lab, there were yeah. some people that got into advanced lab that I was like, God, they're a really shitty writer, but they're like the teacher's pet or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or they, or they're dating someone who's like <laughs> on a TV show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it doesn't mean anything really then. I mean, it does. Like, I don't know. Do you think it's, do you think it's worth it for people? So that here's wanted- the thing. When I worked, and then I started working in entertainment and, and like I was working on a TV show and um, nod to Roger Schulman who wrote Shrek. He like calls me up and he was like, hey, so I noticed on your resume like you were in the Groundlings. And if you want to make pitches to me after like our pitch meetings for possible episodes, mm-hmm. let me know. Because like getting through that program and getting as far as you did is like so difficult. And I was like, ooh, OK. How did you meet this guy, though? The Shrek Roger man. Shulman? Yeah. Um, He's a writer, you said, right? For Shrek? He wrote the movie Shrek. Okay. He's a really successful writer. Um, But anyway, uh, I met him because I needed a job and I was like telling everyone I needed a job. And I had a friend who was like friends with Roger Shulman's wife. And Mm -hmm. like it just so happens that the wife had like reached out to him um, about something i don't know and he was like oh by the way this girl's looking for a job if you want to give her a job i see and he hasn't and he, then i interviewed he then must I went have wrote, the, written shrek already at that time right obviously oh yeah yeah shrek's been out for how many years i don't even know 30 years i th- yeah god 20 years i think you should have been like, hey put me in shrek 10 <laughs> <laughs> i should have yeah did he write the subsequent movies or just i don't first you know what? i don't know i know he wrote the first one Okay. That's like I rewatched that recently, and it's such a good movie. Yeah, it really is. It's really smart. Yeah, but yeah, that's cool. Um, what was that? I had something I wanted to ask you, but I forgot right now. Um, oh, if someone wanted to get into like a sketch, like they wanted to get into SNL, would mm-hmm. you tell them the the Groundlings would be a good way to go through, or probably not? No, I would definitely say like UCB Groundlings. Um, but those I'd are the two big ones in LA. If the, or is the person from here or from Los Angeles? I'm so ignorant. For like the last ten years, I thought UCB was UC Santa Barbara, <laughs> even though I know in my head UCSB is Santa Barbara. Yeah, I'm like, what does that even mean? When people say UCB, <laughs> I was like, is that a school? It is a school, though. Yeah, but well, it's like the Groundlings, right? It's not as difficult as the Groundlings because uh-huh. they don't cut people every level. Everyone like gets through, but then and, only some people make the teams. Okay. And they, those are, b- b- both of them are based out in LA. Yeah. So I would tell someone if they wanted to get into sketch, I'd say. Just do your own. No, I'd say take sketch writing classes. At and then college. Wherever you can get them. I mean, there's all kinds of, I took sketch writing classes with uh, Guy Stevenson, who's a teacher at the Groundlings, but it wasn't through the Groundlings. It was like a separate thing at a different acting studio. Yeah. And those were like the best classes i could have ever taken for sketch because he's an amazing teacher and um and he really like helped me help to teach me how to write a sketch so um, right but i'd also say like join a sketch team like get as many reps in and then you want to go to the groundlings like i went too young and that okay. was like i feel like part of the reason i got cut i would tell someone like if it was my kid or something i'd be like if you want to do sketch write as many sketches as possible film them get them up do on it YouTube. For, yeah. Do it for a couple years. It's for free. Yeah. Do it for a few years. And then um, 
go down to the groundlings like when you're ready. Yeah. You know, because once you're cut, you can never go back. Really? Yeah. That's so dumb. I know. Why even go? Here's what I think. I'm like, why even go? You could write your sketches and I'm assuming so true. People why even go? And I, and well, okay, I assume so people will work for free. Here's the thing I will say about the groundlings though. They it's don't the go viral. best training. So you go there and that's why I'm so grateful for it because I got the best possible training I ever could have gotten. Like I know those classes outside of Groundlings were amazing, but then once I was in there, I had some teachers that pushed me so hard and were just, they were mm-hmm. such good teachers. You shouldn't be in the Groundlings because you think you're going to be like on the main stage. You should go for the training. Okay. Okay. <laughs> are they, are they... So, uh, San Francisco, are the any of them good? Like End Games, or whatever they're called? Are I they the same? Know. Or are they just any, like a. I started doing stand up here because I. So I went to SF Sketch Fest. This is years ago, and I saw some of the improvisers here, and I was like, wow, they're really bad. Damn. So I, <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing improv in San Francisco. I There's no way it's great. good. I don't know about that team. I don't know some who. Some improvs <laughs> came out and did, did my show, Belly Rub. Shout out. I'm sure they're great. I just, they weren't, this was like 10, it wasn't 10 years. Maybe it was 10 years ago. Yeah. Or eight years ago or something. Yeah. So they're probably dead already. So it's fine. (laughs) So then when I came out here and it's just not the same, I'm sure the improv scene is great here. It's not the same as LA. It's Mm -hmm. just not. Yeah. And you can't, there's not as much talent to pick from. There's, um, you think it's because people out here are just doing it for fun. Whereas people are like, I need to go SNL. Yes. They're like in it to win it. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, I, what was it about? You were asking me about doing uh, sketch or the sketch. Oh, so that's why I started the, doing stand up here though, because I thought that the, the sketch, so I don't sucked. know anything about sketch here. Okay. But there's a couple people that you've met, Brett. I think the sketch, uh, Oh yeah. She said she does improv. Yeah. Too. Brett and Amy Stringer, Brett, uh, Harper Jennings, Amy Stringer, shout out to the ladies. Holla. Um, I love giving women opportunities <laughs> on my show and my podcast and my stand-up show. You do, though. Which I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to say it, but, you know. No, it's it's, it's good to record. say because I've noticed working with you as opposed to, like, some other people, um, you know, and some of them in L.A., like, you always put women on your shows, and I feel like you always are very, uh, like, uplifting to women. In a non-weird way. Zero me too's. Oh my god! Don't even joke. Anyway, we've been uh, we did this for about forty-seven minutes, and it's uh, freezing. It is freezing in this <laughs> undisclosed location. I do want to have you back. I want to ask you like so many other things about writing. Oh, she's right. She's working a book, but you guys will not know anything about it <laughs> until it's ready to come out, and I'll have her back on if she will come back. Ooh. Also, I want to ask you more about your stand-up, how oh, yeah. you write, and all that, which yeah. they have to. You guys will have to watch this next time. Um, anyway, any last words before? Uh, last words? No, go. I just want to say thank you for having me on. No problem. Um, you've been a great interviewer. Thank you. And uh, you know. Yeah, and thank I, you. yeah, and I just want to <laughs> say if anybody like wants to write and do stuff, like you should just go do it. Follow your dreams. Because Grace is a great example that you did two different one-woman shows. Yeah. Which I feel like we could have gone a little bit more in, but it's all right. We'll save it for next time. That's two yeah. different one-hour shows. You did a 
You did a play that was over an hour? Like, you did a lot of things. I wrote a web series. She, she wrote a web series and she put it on. What's your web series called? Pigtails and Scooters. And it has Pigtails a little cult following. And scooters on YouTube. Check it out. Check it out. Um, yeah, if you want to do something, you have to do it. And I, I'll just say this really fast. Yeah. Um, say it. I dropped out of college at 19. Boom. Because I got kicked off of my college sketch team. Yeah. UC Santa Cruz, you got a group of mean girls. UCSC, you might have heard of USB. You ever heard of USCB? Yeah, they kicked USC. me off the team um, because they're mean girls. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fuck all of you. I'm going to go to LA and make it as a comedian. Yeah. And then I was like welcomed with open arms. And like they could have deterred me from my dreams of wanting to do comedy because they were so mean. But yeah. instead, you got to just power through and s- people will try and tell you who you are. And like. Don't let anyone make you quit comedy <laughs> is what i want to say to add on to that now have any of those like girls from the no UC none Santa of them went it? into comedy okay actually i think there's one girl who might be in the bay area okay i'd love to run into her yeah yeah do you think she'll come on to the podcast um i don't know yeah maybe you should ask her she's not a comedian but i heard she's an astronaut so no it's <laughs> still pretty damn good damn me girls all right, Grace, thank you for your time. Uh, I'll put all your social and stuff yeah. in the description below. Give me a follow. Come to my shows. Holler. She actually has a show tonight at Milk Bar, but yeah, I do. no one's going to hear this in time to come out. <laughs> but, oh, I yeah, have a we, show October 16th um, in Pacifica at? at the, what is it called? Surf Line Longboard yeah, with Jamar Pitts and uh, yes. Damian Montes. Yes. Never invited me on that show, but it's fine. Uh, I have an upcoming show, Belly Rub and the Tenderloin, the Tendy, uh, October 14th, I think. Excuse me. Um, anyway. Are you telling homeless jokes at that show? Uh, do I tell whatever the <laughs> fuck I want. <laughs> All right. All right, we're out. Thank you. Thank you.